Yo. What's up? What's going on? This is your host, Tsunami. We are here at Collective Focus Resource Hub. This is Collective Language. And I'm here with the magical. <laughs> I'm, I'm graced, graced with your presence. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Let the listeners know who we're here with. Um, today I'm Devin. Okay, yeah. on today. <laughs> okay, what are your what are your pronouns, Devin? Uh, they, he, she, all of them. Okay. I told one of my students that today. They were like, "What? Why can't I call you Miss Devin?" Oh. And I was like, "No, I'm just Devin. Word. We're equals, just at different points in our lives, and I'm not he or she. I'm just me. So yeah. just Devin." I would love to have you as my teacher. Shit. <laughs> Do not leave it here to me. <laughs> Okay. I guess in a way you kind of are my teacher, right? Like I guess we're all teachers and students exactly. right, of life. <laughs> we go back and forth. Different days I'm your teacher, other days you're my teacher. Right. It's like like, and it also happens simultaneously. Where? So where are you from, Devin? I'm born and raised in the 305. That's Miami. Yeah. No hey. yams. <laughs> uh, South Florida, really. Okay, South Florida represent. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. And, um, now I'm here. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. So we're here in uh, Bushwick, right? That's the best. Uh, I guess where. So where are you at in relation to collective uh, focus? So I used to live up the block on the bedside side, not the mm. Bushwick side. Uh, further that way on Hart Street, uh, which would be towards Stuyvesant. Okay. Um, once you go towards Bushwick, yeah, then it's Bushwick. But now I live in Crown Heights, which is not too far from here. It's mm. only one bus and. I love my apartment. I'm still tapped in with the community and right. tap in with a whole bunch of different people. How, how did how did you get from the three oh five to the to the nine two nine or nine one seven or three four seven, whatever, two one two. Yo, there's like four different phone numbers or four right. different area codes right. for this city. It's actually kinda of crazy. It's so small but so big <laughs> at the same time, right? There's so many phone numbers that need to be had here. And a lot of people have two or three. Right. Right, sure. Uh, but I got here in 2020. I moved with a one-way ticket, and I was staying in hotels with the unemployment money that I had. And I was like, New York has something for me. Let me just go see what it's about. Right. And then I started hopping around, living in different places with different people along my journey. And then last person I was living with, we lived in Jersey, but we were looking for an apartment together in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. So we found one and it, I think it took me like four or five months to find Collective Focus after I moved in. Oh, shit. Because um, okay. it was like during the winter time or like got towards the winter time or something like that. Yeah. And it wasn't, like I wasn't outside, so I didn't know that this was a thing. And then uh, springtime came about and I'm like, wait, it's a whole place right here with community refrigerators outside. What's going on here? What is that? What? <laughs> Explain that to me. Yeah. Um, and every time I passed by, it was closed. It was closed. And finally, I came in with a friend. And that was the day that changed everything. Damn. Yeah. I, when you say everything, do you mean, like, just how you existed in New York? Or, like, how, like, what do you mean? Elaborate. Definitely that. Because um, I... 
was just tapped into the the scene, as I like to call it, uh, um, like the art arts artistically. Or? Yeah, it was a it's a whole lot of different types of scenes, and the we was hanging out in the LES in the East Village. Yeah, you know that's where I'm bro. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and you you know what it's like now, and yeah. just being a part of that. It was like every night we were just there, and then we would go to Bushwick just to see what else was out here and mm-hmm. what was popping, what was not popping. We would oh, it was. It's a lot. Yeah, New York is a lot. Yeah, but I enjoyed every second of it, but it wasn't like actually doing anything in life. Like, Mm -hmm. it was just drinking and drugs and just outside. Um, We love it. We love being outside. (laughs) I know you said, like, your your medium kind of changes all the time, but what would you say? What are a couple of your mediums? How about that? So the, the one that I started off with, that's my main one, my eggs and bacon, is photography and videography that's where like i went to school for that um and then i didn't bring my camera and i had invested in this really nice camera with sony a7i3 i I put in like 3k for that camera like i worked for that shit um it ended up getting stolen at some point along the line excuse me i can't remember when um but when I moved here, I didn't have it with me. I brought my tarot cards, and it was, like, my new thing at the time. Like, I just had my little tarot cards. So mm-hmm. I was doing that at Washington Square Park and just meeting new people and um, just going that route, really, um, but meeting people who were poets and painters and body painters and a whole bunch of different things in between. <laughs> yeah, Washington Square is, like, the hot spot. Yeah. That's, 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 where, that's where the magic happens. That's... <laughs> That's like you really outside. Yo, it's magic, but it's also so dark and mm. it's too everything about this city really, but it's all polar opposites and Yeah, it's crazy. Oh. What what made you what made you gravitate towards like um photography and, and videography? Because that's that's how I started, to be honest. Like that was my first like wow, like I love photography and videography, yeah. Um, it was in Junior year of high school, I was in like a law program and I went to school, to high school for law. And I was like, I'm gonna gonna be a lawyer, I wanna be a lawyer, da da da. Like I was in the the law program and in the mock trial team and I was doing that. But then there was one class, um, Ace Media Studies, and you were like told to make a music video and edit it and stuff. This was in high school? In high school, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. We had the Cambridge program, which is like classes from, Cambridge University in the UK so yeah, yeah. it was like a little thing it was cute Damn. I was really focused on like education and studying and like you know the better college you go to the better job like that mm-hmm. was my trajectory and then this one class um Miss Katz she goes by a different name she got married at some point but she's the one who just conti- and continued to encourage me to walk down this path of creativity because she saw how excited I would be when I picked up a camera, wow. when I would get into the editing suites. Yo, the editing suites were home. <laughs> I loved to edit. And I don't even, I hate editing now. Um, like, that's my worst, yeah. that's my least favorite part. I just like shooting and then sending it to an editor. Yo, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I definitely resonate with that because it, it's like at a certain point, it starts to feel like a job more Yo. so than like your creative outlet. Mm-hmm. Cause especially like the beginning portion where you're just cutting from here to here in and out, and it's it's not creating something. Once you get to add the effects and the colors and the this that the third, that's when it gets a little creative. But yeah. just editing and um, I feel like it's more of a science than anything. 
Like yeah. it's Wow, beautiful what y'all editors do. I love it. <laughs> I bless it. Yo, sh- yeah, shout out to all the <laughs> editors out there. Who real. sit down and take their time to stare at a screen for hours to make something that you don't like and then have to go and change it. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Huh. Wait, so uh, so when you when you first moved here, you were were you using like photos and videos to kind of like get into spaces or like what not at all. Like I was just accepted as a tarot reader and just that oh. person that would give guidance to their friends and literally my seventh day in new york city i met this girl and after i gave her a reading and her dad a reading she was like you want a a room in my apartment for a month for free and (laughs) lower we were right off delancey essex right there on rivington and it was free for a month and it was just like that's what i did i just was that was that like a reaffirming thing for you i'm sure you were like whoa i could Yo, I could, like, really do this. Yo, I could do anything. Like, the fact that that wasn't even my main thing, like, what I I came here to do or, like, right. what I wanted to do, because now I'm doing a whole bunch of different things. Like, now I'm so inspired to make music, so I've been writing more and, like, mm. learning, like, different sounds and stuff. Oh, Yo, uh, I'm learning how to DJ through uh. the DJ program at the, the school that I'm at and yeah, stuff, and yeah. I'm like, wait, no, this is dope. I'm, like, really learning how to hear now. Wow. Because my eyes have been... You know, trained to to see different things, and now my ears are like training, um, and that's really dope. It's really awesome. I'm painting more now too, just for Wavy. shits and giggles. Wavy. Love me some watercolor. Um, I have oil paint that I plan on trying. Um, but you you always like kind of express those mediums a little bit, like because I, I remember yeah. you like you you drew on those shoes you painted those mm-hmm. shoes those were fire it's like every so often it just comes out and it's like a one-off piece and i don't really go back to it i don't really talk about it. it's not even on my instagram page like wow. there's a lot of art that i do that isn't um expressed and that's what kind of um collective focus kind of helped orient a bit more because mm. i am a community organizer back at home i was planning protests from the stoneman douglas shooting and then it was george floyd so we were protesting wow. from like sophomore year of high school and that was as a, as a lawyer i was like yeah this is fucking amazing um so wow. coming here and i was like you could be both you could be an artist who also does this community work mm. it was like yo that's what i'm gonna do and then I started planning events for my own, like uh, of my own, like tea parties and um, sessions like that, where I just carried a vibe. And then, yeah. you know, now uh, collective focus. I was doing uh, the wellness and these yes. different types of events. Yeah, so that that kind of like helps me segue <laughs> a little bit, because so I I guess my question really is like, do you see this as your way to help like the community around you grow and like evolve? Cause like you, you just touched on like four or five different <laughs> things. You, you know, you're organizing, you're painting, you're doing tarot readings. Like, what and what do you feel like is your strongest suit for like community growth? Honestly, I feel, and I wrote this on my like original application for the hub. But the biggest thing that I have to offer that remains consistent no matter what is my smile like i find myself smiling here wow. and just wow. being able to share a smile that somebody else can take and then share with somebody else that's what keeps positivity growing that's what keeps it's just like a little seed it's something really small because it's like no matter what i do when i'm here i'm going to be enjoying it because that's what this place is for me i'm going to enjoy the work that i do my hobbies become 
passions and I can actually make something out of it here. And no matter what it is that I do, whether it be wellness, whether it be events, whether it be starting to paint, whether it be doing anything, like I'm going to be smiling here and sharing that with those around me. Wow. And I love that. It's, it's not, it's like bigger than, it's like everything really. Yeah, no, that's, that's important. Cause like some, sometimes it's like you can get so into like the, the mundane, you know, realities of like what work is, you mm-hmm. know, quote unquote. Um, but you know, you, it's easy to forget. Like sometimes your, your presence is like the best thing that you can offer, mm-hmm. you know, or that, that you can bring to a space. No, oh, I, I love that. I love that. So when when you were growing up, do you feel like your like your family was supportive of like artistic endeavors or was it was it more so like, no, you need to take this path, like you need to be in the highest educational opportunities and all that? Honestly, I don't even remember doing or, like, wanting to pursue something creative when I was a kid. Like, mm. I would make, like, little perfumes and stuff. And <laughs> like, it it was, everything I did was just, like, not good. So it was, like, little, little side projects for the weekend. And my brain was just, it was always, like, be a lawyer. You like to argue, so wow. <laughs> go do that. And I was like, okay, sure, why not? <laughs> I could do that for my life. Mm. I never even, like, thought about it. And then it's crazy that you asked that because my sister... Now, she's been painting since she was, like, 10 or 11, and she's just always been encouraged to be creative and artistic. Huh. And, yo, that's my son right there. Do you, do you, feel, like, do you feel like there was, like a, a, like, a shift in your family after they've seen you, like, pursue so many artistic endeavors? Yeah, def- yeah, I can't say no. Um, they still, like, question it as careers, but... Because of the, like I'll say, amount of success that I've had in doing what I do. And, you know, like I'm able to live alone and not with them. So it's like they really can't say nothing. Right. Like right. you can't say shit but ask me questions. So what's up? Because I'm happy in life. Are you? If the answer is <laughs> no, then, then that's what it is. <laughs> Damn. So I so we got the artistic side. Well, I mean, I kind of feel like the like tarot readings and and kind of like reading someone's chart is like artistic in a way as well you know like yeah. or, i mean do do you feel that way i don't i feel like it's more of a science honestly and i've mm. i've struggled okay. with this myself recently as well cuz i've been feeling like a need for more creativity but it's like i'm already i'm still being a creative in everything that i do it's just yeah. expressed in different ways mm-hmm. um so like with the cards it's like I'm reading the imagery that I'm seeing. I'm reading the colors, the numbers, the yeah. body languages, the the symbols, all these little, different little things. I'm just not creating it myself. I'm just got interpreting it, got it, got it. the creation. Huh. Um, so it's, okay. it's still creativity, but it's more of the intuitive side of just being that is creativity in its Word. own sense. It just doesn't have an expressed medium where you're starting something from scratch and building it up got it is is your is your family like spiritually in tune in a similar way Nah, they are roman catholic we grew up a very different way and okay okay they're still the tarot is something that they're really it's like taboo yeah they're like i just don't know if i could get into this i just don't Mm. know 
Damn, you know what's funny? My my mom was like really similar, you know, mm-hmm. until I think I think sometimes like people need to experience things for themselves mm-hmm. in order for it to be like fully actualized and realized and they're like, "Wow, this is actually like valuable." Mm-hmm. You know, like And I take it even a step further to say like you have to be exposed to it by somebody who's not a family member or a close friend because that it generates a wall but if you and that's what was beautiful about washington square park like i'm a completely random person nobody knows me and i'm sitting there and i'll i explained it to some people who just did not believe in it my family my religion doesn't believe in this and a lot more people here were open to it and it was just like Mm. oh well you seem cool i trust you and your energy so let's do it and my mom wants to so bad, but she's just, she's like, my Bible, yeah. it got me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, girl, wow. do you. There's like a crossover, right, between like spiritual wellness, emotional mm-hmm. wellness, mental wellness, and, and like physical wellness too, you know, like mm-hmm. we have so many parts of us that we have to like keep, you know, keep tabs on. We got to always mm-hmm. continue to check in. Um, but do you do you feel like... You had access to those resources? Before, no. And for the reason of my family and everybody was just... Just like that religious Yeah. And it was just like... Even past religion, more like even just a mindset. Mm. It just wasn't entirely aligned with mine. So I learned like everything that I didn't want to do, if anything. With my path that I'm taking, and it started with the tarot readings, and now I'm, like like you said, getting more deeper into the other types of wellness... Um, it's like once you get into one, then it all just starts to like yeah. weave together in its own time and own pace. Um, just because your body becomes, or like whatever part of it that you're you're training, like you become more attuned to it, and then you yeah. just okay, what's the next step that I can take for that? How can I deepen that? Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting because like I think about like adolescent years, and I'm like, all right. If you're an athlete, you have to focus on your physical abilities. If you're, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a scholar, you have to focus on your educational and like mental abilities, right? Mm-hmm. You're an artist, you have to tap into your emotional abilities. So it's it's kind of like we we're all like trained to just have these like singular mindsets. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, as as we get older, you see how like all of it creates you as a whole, mm-hmm. you know? Do you think how what you eat and everything like that, like, kind of affects it all as well. Yo, right now Let's I'm breaking out, and, like, I know it's because of the amount of pork that I've had recently. <laughs> like, I know it for a fact. It's, the more that I eat uh, meat, like, my body just starts to react, and mm. it's, like, it it really does not fuck with it anymore. <laughs> like, it's... Wow. And that's... Bec- I also think it's because of the yoga training. Like, it's forcing me to get so much more in tune with my body, like... I love it, but, and I'm trying to find the balance where I can eat, like, a little bit, and then, but, like, my body's, like, no, none at all, there's no room for this in any way, shape, or form, please stop. When, when you're talking about, like, the stuff that you're eating, is it stuff that you're, like, cooking at home, or is it, like, things that you're buying out in the street, like, processed? It, it's, uh, yeah, the snacks and the, and snack, the things. The little snackies. It's, it's like, a little bit of everything, because even the food that I buy, like, I'm, like, Wait, no, this isn't that good because I'm not, like, cooking, cooking at home. I'm, mm. like, getting a box of something and then just put one pot in it. Damn, or... yeah. Nah, let's talk about that, though, because, like, you're you're an artist, right? Mm-hmm. And you're also, you know, you have to pay rent, pay your bills. So, like, 
you're focused on like working, earning an income, and then also mm-hmm. being an artist and trying to earn an income from that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you need to have it be balanced. But sometimes, you know, doing the work, it's like you don't really have time to to cook like that and then you're like mentally emotionally physically drained mm-hmm. and you can't you know do all those things for yourself like go grocery shopping and shit and even cooking cooking takes time to make a good meal you have to <laughs> wash everything prepare it then yeah. add it all together then actually cook it finally which <laughs> takes another 20 minutes and then you got to plate it then you got to clean then it's a, yeah. it's like all it's it's so much more work. Yeah, adult adulting is <laughs> is pretty tough. Right? And cooking, I, I like. I really keep trying to get into it, but I really feel like I just don't know if this is my, if that's my yeah. bad. I may just have to have a, a yeah. chef or a person <laughs> in my life that can cook, because this is not my. Yeah, it's it's challenging. I think I think like, in in terms of like you being more aware of like your your body as a whole. Mm-hmm. And then, like you know, your your the time that you have, I think access also is is like a factor in that. Like, mm-hmm. it's easier in New York, at least. It's easier to just like go to the deli and get a sandwich, or like you know, uh, called Uber Eats or Grubhub or whatever, DoorDash, mm-hmm. just to get the food delivered. And it's like the reason is it's like we gotta grind so hard, mm-hmm. and and you're just exhausted. You're like, ah, fuck it, I could just order this food. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be faster, cheaper, more efficient. Like, I I think it's like also it's a difficult thing because I I feel like mm-hmm. you like your folks have to have time to be like this is how you cook this and like this is how you portion this and mm-hmm. this is how you season it. It's like. When when you when you grow up in a place where like you're you're not you your your folks don't have the time to show you things like that, it, it kind of it kind of you know you have to depend on your own knowledge. You have to just experience and grow mm-hmm. on your own, and that's that's tough. Yo, I know how to make like the meanest box of mac and cheese, the crab <laughs> mac and cheese specifically. And that is one thing I learned how to cook from my mom. Like, <laughs> that's my shit. Do you feel like you haven't been focusing on, like, healthy eating habits just because, like, you're just so busy? No, because I think I have, in the past three years since I've moved here, I definitely have had more spurts of time where I do eat healthier. Mm. Um, and, like, I want to eat healthier. Like I've Just been... on your own accord. Mm-hmm. Like, just because I'm like, yeah, I'd rather not eat meat right now, so, yeah, I'm vegan today. <laughs> today or for this month or something like that. Um, it just feels better. But overall, I genuinely eat like a child. Like, I do not... There's a lot of food trauma in my past. And, like, food... Yeah. Like, I have to force myself to eat and like just keep reminding myself to eat like food is a part of the day yeah. it's not i wasn't trained to always see it as part of my day which yeah. is crazy because lunchtime i would it was just like that was my social time that's when i finally got to talk to people and like oh my gosh and i remember uh my mom's gonna hate to hear this because she's gonna hear it one day <laughs> i did not like the food that she used to make us like it's oh, crazy, man. and this is, uh, I don't even know, never mind. Close your ears, Ma, <laughs> close your ears. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I, I, I do think, like, when when you have, 
good food versus like the processed food your brain operates in a completely different way but my body is like so used to those processed things so even now like i can't entirely go vegan because i still have to undo you have like those cravings for Mm -hmm. for like the bad food i gotta like entirely cleanse my body of the awareness that processed food tastes so damn good It's it's yeah it's it's crazy like it tastes good but like your your like mental capacity is also like af- afflicted by it. like mm-hmm. you your your brain just doesn't have the 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 brain food literally to literally. like operate and as, it makes as you well angrier it, it gives you a whole bunch of other like hormones Yo. and side effects it's I don't know why they don't advertise it like the like medicine on TV. You know how that has like that whole list of side effects. You may experience blood clots and like that's what all the processed food comes with a whole list of side yeah. effects. I I think similarly to like what what we eat is if how and like how it affects our brain is like also there's like other things that we consume that like directly affect mm-hmm. our brain and like I, I love art and all the forms that it comes in but I think sometimes like with the presence of social media and like all of the different things that we're consuming and like it's directly affecting like kids and adults mm-hmm. alike you know like we we have these these things that we see and, and you know we I mean as adults, we should know better, but some adults act out the things that they see as much as the kids do, you know, and it's it's like kind of crazy. Do you do you like uh, with social media? What do you find is is like your your guilty pleasure? Like what what are you consuming? <laughs> it's gonna sound so crazy. Like, I love watching stories. I don't even like watching them. I just like tapping through them. Because mm-hmm. I hate scrolling now. It's <laughs> like tapping through the stories, not even watching them. But I found myself recently just watching and looking at my own shit. Like, Why? on repeat. Like, judging everything. Like, looking at everything. And it's like, I don't know when mm-hmm. that started. It was It's very, very recent. Um, but I've had to start deleting it off my phone again because I'm like... What the fuck am I doing with my time, bro? Like, like looking at yourself, what you're posting, and like, ju- like judging yourself. Scrolling through my uh. own page, like, and that's how I've been. Like, uh. I got so aware about like every time I um, say like what my medium is, it changes, and I'm like noticing mm. what I'm putting out, and it's like, what am I, what am I using social media for? Wow. To just look at myself, my growth, and keep reminding myself, but mm. I'm not. Do you feel like you're in like a comparison state with with yourself or others? Both. And I think mm-hmm. that's why like I look at my own shit like what almost like what's wrong with me? <laughs> like, nothing's wrong with me. It's just yeah. like I think that's what is like most subconsciously like at the root of it like cuz I'll see other people's things and it's like I don't care to see it cuz I know it's not I don't it's so weird. Do you do you feel like that that affects like the way you create or like the the way that you even operate? Absolutely. Like it has such a horrible <laughs> I wish I wish my perspective could be like shown on a TV. It's almost like like you compare it to shows but I f- <laughs> on the days where my life doesn't feel like a movie I almost get like it's not FOMO, it's like um 
I don't, I don't even know how to put it. Do you, do you feel like there are any positives of, like, social media and, like, what, what we what There we definitely see? are as, like, of course you could be scrolling and see, like, that one little cute thing or, like, that one thing that inspires you and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like at the rate that we, we consume everything and because everything is just four seconds long now, <laughs> like, it's... We're in con- it, you're consuming more bad than good. Like, mm. the moments of good are only good if you're extremely intentional and extremely disciplined with how you're right. using the app and using it as a tool. Right. But if it's anything more than just a tool for what you need it for or what it can help you with, it's it's not almost, almost not worth it. Wow. You're, like, you're using so much of yourself for something that destroys you in the most <laughs> uh, slowest and you, like you can't even see it yeah. but then you just catch yourself realizing like what am i what am i doing what what do you feel like is a a greater tool nowadays do you think money is a greater tool or or social media honestly so i'm trying to find like i don't even i found myself wanting to just post into oblivion is what I'm like calling it like and that's what I used to use tumblr for like back as a kid but it would still have like an audience like I love journaling tumblr man but (laughs) it was like a journal for me like somewhere where I could just put my thoughts and that's what twitter was and now it's x and I don't even want to go on that it's just I don't even want anybody to see what I'm putting out I just want to put it right like somewhere else because for whatever reason my brain is like if it's just sitting in a journal, it's not doing anything. Yeah, like you I, have to put it out. It has to be on some type of digital platform yeah, that's for your, me your, to feel... Your digital footprint, yeah. Like, for me to feel gratis, gratification mm. for whatever I'm saying or thinking. For your own thing. <laughs> mm. Like, that's such a fucked up thing to think about your own shit that you haven't even gotten to yet because you're so busy thinking about the thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. And I remember our conversation where we were talking about expressing in a different way. Yeah. Just, like, using a different format. And that's what is cool about the digital world, not necessarily social media, but the digital world of being able to put, like, a zine out online instead of having, like, a physical copy. Right. Or, like, designing something different in a different oh. format that shows you the work but in a more meaningful and closer way yeah like Um, you have different forms of expression that don't necessarily require that like budget of doing the physical things exactly because that's That's, what yeah that's that's kind of that's kind of my next point i i wanted to ask you i ask everybody this is like my million dollar question but it's it's like um do you feel like you can create better if you have like a big budget or if you have like a, a small budget or no budget at all me personally mm-hmm. so I've created stuff from nothing at all so it's like I don't need more money to do anything but more money helps everything Right. like I could just you could do more with more money but I could still make something fucking stellar by just doing anything for free because the resources and the innovation that I've had to have like growing up and just making things to (laughs) open the door because the door won't fucking open and some shit. Like, we made some shit. Yeah, you got to be more crafty. Exactly. (laughs) So I can make something from nothing. But 
if you if you give me a budget, I could do so much more with a budget. And that's what I feel like that's what this past year at the hub was like or not this past year because we've had uh, a little bit more. But like the from the first year to the second year, like Yeah. We've shown and we are showing that we could do so much with so little. If you just give us a little bit. <laughs> you could do a lot. We could take that shit and yeah. run. Do you do you um Sprint. do you feel like if you're comfortable, you can create at your best, or do you think like if if you if you got like a little chip on your shoulder, like you struggling a little bit, like you have to create from a place of hunger? Do you like that starving artist kind of mindset? I've recently been like going back and forth with this in a very unique way, cause like so so much music nowadays is created from a place of hurt, from a place of anger, and that's what we end up consuming and. Recently, I've been exposed to this new genre of jazz. It's I don't even know. It's like spiritual jazz, mm. but it's it's created from an entirely different place, and it gives me an entirely different feeling. And mm. I feel like creation creation from different places is important. But I feel like what I the work that I want to put out and I do put out, I prefer it to come from a happier place. Yeah, cause then it can impact people and because you can feel it like you can feel the the vibe that even a painting gives you by the 100%. colors and stuff like that yeah. and i don't know like i and it's funny how you you kind of touched on it earlier but um like i can now only listen to rage music at a certain point like during my day because if i listen to it at the wrong point of the day it'll mess me up for yeah. the next hour like yeah, so gonna, seriously too it's crazy because like i just get like i feel that energy and it's not a bad thing at all it's just a time and place for everything and my that's also what yoga is mm -hmm. helping me do like it's a time and place for everything right. know that time and place but have something else to balance it out as well right Right. So if if um, if you had the opportunity to like be in a room like this mm -hmm. with your younger self, like the, you you got a mirror right in front of you, what are what are you telling your younger self? Meditate, breathe, and listen with more than just your ears. Mm. So that's all my little brother recently. Because he knows how to meditate now. And, like, I always feel like a bad older sister not being able to be there for his growing up. He's almost 10 now. And I've been away for, like, three years and not seen him too much. I even missed his last birthday. But what I made sure to do before I left in 2020 was teach him how to meditate. He liked the rocks. He liked the crystals. So I would say, take one of these rocks, hold it in your hand, and go, hmm. And <laughs> he knows how to meditate. He knows how to... We don't chant necessarily, but... We do the hmm so yeah. that we can silence our minds. Nah, I love that. I love that. Hell yeah. Well, I think we're getting to the end of our time here. And I really appreciate this conversation because I, I, think, I think we both get a little something out of it. You know, mm -hmm. we get to hear ourselves back, but also, like, you know, hear the response from another person and kind of see where we're at but is there anybody that you want to shout out or anything you want to shout out maybe something you want to tell yourself even listen back listening back to this damn my mind just focused on that last thing that you said last thing that you said uh anything i want to listen back and tell myself it just be 
patience and go with the flow. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my new kitty at home. <laughs> uh, shout out Richie. I feel like I've never shouted him out on anything, so Rich. this was for you. <laughs> Serenity too. Those are oh, my yeah. people. So my my little three. Yeah. yeah and Garnet. Yeah. for you. taking your time out your day and sitting with me little old me two leos in a room what could be better than ah shit <laughs> like that brighter than the sun come on yo this nice little sun because outside is dreary as hell yeah it's oh. getting it's getting to be that time well this is collective language i am your host tsunami thank you Devin. ciao